How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024. Dana Carvey and David Spade here. You might know our podcast, Fly on the Wall. We decided to do a spinoff called Superfly, and it's fun. It's just two of us riffing on current events, pop culture. When I looked up the flight, when that door flew off, these people were dead yeah. silent. Everyone just quiet. I don't think I could contain it. I think that's free reign to wail on your call button <laughs> in that situation. Bung, 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 bung. Hey, I don't want to be a pest. Was there a door when I got up? Listen to and follow Superfly on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And this is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. That's Dennis Halnon. He's one of the employee owners here at Tab. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. So uh, feel free to get online. We have three lines open for you on this lovely 4th of July weekend holiday 860-522-9842 is the number now jeff's been patiently hanging on there from south carolina and uh, he's got a question about apple and they're going to shut down the my photo stream right jeff right that's not yep. yeah and that's real yep that's that's actually a thing so you got to get your photos off of that thing before my uh, apple decides to blow them all away my question is okay i got so many different uh, you know, I got the the app where you know you take your photos and it goes. Back. Is that the photo stream? Then I got the Google Photos. I'm trying. I guess confused which one is the photo stream. Yeah, that I can tell you. I could put a link up to the article as to what is the photo stream. But Google is not photo stream. It's Google, and Google itself yeah. has some photo things that they're going to be also they're deleting be discontinuing too. Discontinuing and deleting. Yes. So and all this free stuff they hook, they try to hook people onto is now becoming a problem for them because guess what? Data centers are expensive. Um, really? Right. Yeah. And uh, so you're going to have to migrate. If you have PhotoStream, migrate it off, and we can put a, an article for you, Jeff. Okay, that'll help. Uh, I mean, I got like 5,000 photos. Mm-hmm. I take a lot of pictures, you know. Yeah. And uh, I got them mostly on Google, though. And then you're probably okay as long as it's in, in the normal Google repository. However, yeah. the CEO, I think, of Google came out, I don't know, five or ten years ago saying that we're going to lose more photos you know, in these coming decades than we've ever lost ever in our history because of how these types of things work. Um, you're going to lose data uh-huh. by, on purpose or by accident. You're going to have no backup of your stuff. So 5,000 photos. Although they're probably all just pictures of a bir- like a birthday party, right, Jeff? 
uh, a little of everything, uh, birthday parties, family reunions, uh, scenery. But yeah, I, yeah. I bought a, a terabyte of uh, a space up in the cloud. Nice. From Google or from Apple? Uh, Google. Okay. So you, you, do you have a Google phone or an Apple phone? I got an Apple phone. Oh, you all right. You like to go both ways here. You're you're able to. You're, you're on both sides of the equation: the Apple side and the Google side. I like that. Well, yeah. I try to use which one that's, that that works for me. You know the best. I think that's great. Yeah. Well, you're bridging the yeah. two worlds, so that's cool. So yeah. Oh, okay. We'll put the link up there for you, Jeff. All right. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Our pleasure. Enjoy the fourth. Yeah. You too, sir. All right. All right. Bye bye. Uh-huh. Jeff in South Carolina checking in. Yeah. So uh, we want to bring up, we have four lines, 860-522-9842 is the number. And uh, Carolyn, our producer, brought up a story we were not aware of. Uh, so we want to thank Carolyn. She said, hey, guys, did you hear about Cash App? And, of course, I'm not a guy who likes Cash App or Zelle or, or any Venmo. of those Venmo garbage. Um, and, of course, our government wants to make sure they watch every transaction you do there. Well, Cash App, I guess, is having some troubles. They're, invest- they're investigating issues with its software after users noticed that it was duplicating payments, leaving some users with negative balances. Well, that's not good. Uh, the company said in an update as of 5.47 p.m. on Monday that it was aware of an issue causing duplicate cash card transactions. And so basically you pay for it twice. Thanks, Cash App. <laughs> um, and they actually take money out of your account. So this is the thing, right? So. These ACH transactions are not supposed to be able to do that. Um, you're not the banks have a have a have rules that say you can't do things twice. You can't move money back and forth twice. And we've given you examples of how this they, these banks break the rules all the time. Um, now you've got a cash app that is now duplicating your payments. Now, I've we've seen this with mortgages. We've seen this with big big uh, you know electric bills, right? Where they whack it twice. And these are the these are the uh, companies making errors. In this case, this is the app itself, the thing designed to make your life, I guess, easier. Rip into your bank account and pay a bill twice. Thanks. Um, you got to pay attention to all this stuff. The more hooks you put into your accounts, the more chances you're going to have of this this type of stuff happening. So we'll put a link here from Newsweek, the magazine that doesn't exist anymore. It's just a website. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a whole other thing. Uh, they talk about this issue, and if you have the Cash App, you got to pay attention. Um, you know, my advice would probably be to not link a primary bank account or checking account to these apps. I would tell you to create a tertiary account, maybe even in in, in a different bank, um, to connect some of these apps so that they don't really have access to your primary banking. Um, keep that in mind. I mean, heck, nowadays with the uh, online banks that are out there, the high yield online banks that are out there that are giving you four hundred percent more interest. I mean, more than four hundred percent more interest than your local banks. I'm not sure what a local bank is doing anymore these days. They need to wake up because you got these online banks that can give you, you know, four and a half percent interest rates now, and your current bank is barely giving you like a quarter some pittance. You know, they're like, "Thank you for being a customer." They don't give you a blender anymore, <laughs> right? Um, you can set up an online, online bank account and get four percent. I mean, who can give you? Who could? Who could guarantee you a four hundred percent interest if you make a change like that? Um, so what you could do is move all your money to the online bank and then leave your local bank with just a couple hundred bucks in it connected to that cash app. <laughs> so you're not going to have any risk of losing too much money. But we'll put the link up there. We want to thank Carolyn for bringing that to our attention. Uh, so she's always paying attention to IT things now. We've got her. She's becoming a geek, whether she yeah. likes it or not. 
Um, let's go on to your calls. We're going to go to Sheila in West Hartford. What's happening, Sheila? Uh, good morning. Morning. Um, I have a problem logging into um, my my email. I can do it um, on my iPad and on my phone, but on my laptop, I always have to um, go. You know, go through the um, the login screen, the AT and T login screen. And um, it, in the past, it's always worked, but I always have to put in my my password every time, and then I I click the sign in bar, but it this it doesn't work now. The sign in bar just uh, remains um, you know dead. All right, so you're you're not able to log in to via your browser to the sign in bar of your AT and T on your laptop only. Want to give her a different? What type of browser are you using, Sheila? Um. Um, DuckDuckGo. Well, I use it's a it's an Apple product, and I use Safari, but um, but it's the DuckDuckGo uh, screen that comes up, and that's where I type in Yahoo yeah. Mail, you know, and then I get a, I get the um, sign in page. I do have a Snet.net uh, old email account. Mm. You got to change that too, but we won't. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Um, so you're getting in through DuckDuckGo. Have you tried to do it without? Using the DuckDuckGo aspect of it, that um, DuckDuckGo is a privacy browser, which is really good. Um, mm-hmm. But I wonder if it could be causing issues here in this instance. Um, maybe, but well, I didn't try anything else. Um, but I've always, you know, previously I've always logged in this way. Um, um, we haven't noticed it. Where I, I just when I when I click the um, close. Close the screen, the sign-in screen. It, it says I, this other thing popped up. It says, "We want to keep your info safe. We haven't noticed any activity in a while. We're redirecting you for your security." And then underneath, there's a bar that says, "Okay, got it." You know, That's am weird. I supposed to click that? So you're closing the screen out of your email. They, 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 that's uh, what... um, the sign-in screen. I was closing that out. The one that you know that was not responding. Um, Hmm. We're trying to figure out why they would say that to you, like nonchalantly. And um, the 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 sign-in screen is saying, "Hey, we haven't noticed any problems." That's kind of but weird. we haven't seen you lately because I only I'm, I only use the laptop, you know, every few days. Yeah. Um, I like to use that when I need to mark things as spam. You know, yeah, it's yeah. easier to do on the laptop. Have um, you tried like bringing down Google Chrome and just trying that browser without the without the DuckDuckGo? No, I will try that. Mm. Um, so should I cl- should I just close out and, and not respond to this? Okay, got it thing. Yeah, I would just close that out. Yeah, I, don't. I don't like clicking on stuff like that. No, yeah. it doesn't. Okay, and then actually, I what I did try is the the um, DuckDuckGo privacy um, mm-hmm. screen, but it was the same problem. You know, it was just the same issue. So I'm going to close that out too. It's so, browser related, Dennis. Well, right? it is, and sure. I think it's because she's searching. DuckDuckGo for something rather than going directly to it hmm. in the browser URL bar gotcha. up at the top of the window. And oh. what you want to do is go, and we're going to put a link to it mm-hmm. so you can get there and just click on it. But nice. the the URL you want to use is currently.att.yahoo.com. And you would go, you don't search for that in DuckDuckGo. You go up to the top of the browser window, mm-hmm. type that in up there. Oh, well, um, my my um, browser window, you know, I, ha- I have a bar at the top with the, you know, question mark and yeah. or the, 
you know. The search window. Search window, yeah. yeah. Um, but it, but it's the DuckDuckGo screen. So should I, should I get out of DuckDuckGo, or can I do this, this you know, hand search on the top using you their? Can, you can be anywhere and go up to that top bar and put yeah. in an address. Okay. So... And it will just take you to that address without regard to whatever's in the window already. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I just tried. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm now on the screen it says currently at yahoo mail um good can you log in yeah let's see I'll just yeah, click on that. no i'm still on the screen that has the duck up in the corner you know but it's okay it's all right don't yeah. worry we about don't that. mind the duck we like the duck <laughs> <laughs> all right so yeah now i i have a screen that you know where i can click on good sign in to view your mail sign up or sign in to view your mail so I'll go ahead and sign in so you, is this different than before? You're actually um, getting the login screen, right? Um, it's when I say sign in to view your mail, uh, it's still not reacting to that. Hmm. Um, Very bizarre. All right, so that may not have worked. Yeah, I mean, I have I have their their screen. You know, it's got pictures and yeah. news things and whatever. You know. But you still can't sign into your mail. There's no login area for you to sign that into. Uh, well, there up in the bar. There's um, there's one picture of an envelope that says mail next to it. But then there's another um, bar that says sign in. So maybe I should hit that. Yes. Just sign in. Yes. Okay. Yes. You can't be anonymous. You need to be logged in. Yeah, it's got to know who you are to show you the right email, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, usually when I hit the mail thing, then I get. The, place where I put yeah, my, things my, change they this is all people mm. these these sites change all the time um but it's um it's still just a, a, a you know a non-acting screen <laughs> i mean it's just um it's not reacting to it when i click on sign in nothing happens hmm. when i click on all right mail, we're going to tell you then if, if that doesn't react which doesn't make any sense to us there's something wrong with whatever is in your browser is yeah. causing this so i would tell you to use a different browser go to mo- Go to uh, Google and uh, download Chrome, the Beach Ball, and oh. try to log in with the Beach Ball. Type, typing in the URL that Dennis gave you, currently dot yada, 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 whatever he told you. Yeah. Um, so I still have that. Um, currently. Yeah, save, save that link, and then go download the Beach Ball from Google Chrome. Okay. So um, sorry to hope there's not people waiting <laughs> uh, to talk to you. But Just okay. Carolyn wants us to take a break. <laughs> okay. Okay. So now I'm going to go um, on the DuckDuckGo screen, which is the only um, search screen that comes up when I. Yeah. yeah. You can type so, in Google Chrome. It'll it'll take okay. you to it. It'll take you to download it. Okay. I see it. Google Chrome. Click on yeah. that. Yeah. And uh, um, now there's open browser. Download it free. Is that? Yeah. Oh no, that says Opera.com. No, you don't want Opera. You want Chrome. <laughs> no. Okay. Down here it says Google.com Chrome Chrome Web Browser. There you go. Then download, just hit, hit download? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So you're going to run that. We're going to take a quick break and get back to you, okay? Uh, okay, thanks. Gonna so I'm going to click download Chrome. Yeah. Yes, please. Okay. All yeah. right. She's, on, she's doing that. We'll get back to her after this quick break. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. This is the two-night picture on the 4th of July. I don't know. I just always listen. 
this type of music. So, we're back here with Sheila, living in America here, living in Farmington in this case. So, Sheila, what you got going on there? Were you able to download Chrome? Is it running? Well, I clicked download Chrome, but then there's a screen that says there's three steps. It it says your download will begin automatically. If it didn't start, download Chrome manually. Mm -hmm. Or I didn't click that yet because the other... um, the other one, step one, says open. Open the Google Chrome DMG file from Safari Downloads. Yep. Did you do that? Right. Yeah. So I haven't done that yet. Okay. Um, so you're gonna down. You're gonna open that file and run Chrome. Oh, get it um, installed. I don't know what file to open. <laughs> the DMG. Exactly what the they said. DMG set, file in the download yeah. directory. So you, oh, you, you should um, have been in your download directory in Safari. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and then you're gonna run it, and now you're gonna have Chrome as an option. We're just trying to see oh. if something's cause something in Safari or something is not working. Just in using a different browser might solve your issue. Okay, I have two things there. One says Google Chrome dot DMG, and underneath it says um, Google Chrome dot DMG dash two. Yeah, you downloaded it. You twice. downloaded it twice. Oh, okay, so I should do the one that's just either one. Either one okay. doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, because I did it when I did it again. It said for Mac, so I clicked that. Yeah, you want the Mac? Yeah. So. Um, do I double-click this? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay, opening. There you go. Opening, verifying. <clears throat> and once that loads... While we're waiting, I'll just tell you how much I like your program, and I love <laughs> listening to all the other callers. Oh, thank you. <clears throat> it's a great service, really. We do our best. We appreciate that. So once you get it running, you're going to then go to that URL, and, okay. and uh, it should let you log in. Now it says there's a picture of you know the, the multicolor thing that Google Chrome under, and then an arrow to the um, applications. Yeah, yeah. So I just all right, what you're going to do is take that multicolored beach ball, yeah. drag it to that shortcut for applications, and then let go. Oh. When you say shortcut, you mean the image underneath? It's like a, a, a All right. blue you've, file with you've a got A the, in it? You've got the two icons. One is the beach ball. One is the applications. Yeah. All right. Okay. So Take the beach ball, drag it to the applications, and drop okay. it. Just did that, yeah. Hmm? Uh, should right. be very quick. It goes right in that same window. Oh, yeah. It says copy in Google Chrome. Bingo. Applications, yeah. Nice. So now can she go on? I'm not a Mac guy. She so can, she can double click that applications now. Yeah. And it will open up the applications and then find Chrome in the list and double click that. Okay. Um, yep. Let's see. Should be in the top of the list or? or... It should be in alphabetical order. Oh, so you're going to have to find it. It says Google Chrome. There it's you go. In 2020, but. but well, um, just double click it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what you got. Oh, I heard the apple click there. It sounds you know, a nice reaction on those mice, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, Google Chrome is in an application downloaded from the Internet. Are you sure you want to open it? Yes. Um, yes, open. Okay. Yeah, I still have a, a plug-in mouse. Mm, yeah, we like those always work. Wired out, yeah. no, no battery <laughs> issues. Reliable is all get out. Yeah, and I drop it so many times and it still works. I, you know. Oh man, my <laughs> wife, my wife drops her stuff constantly. I don't think anything should work after after she touches it, but it <laughs> still does. Mouse. I mean, but I always think it's just 
a little piece of plastic. Okay, nothing seems to be happening mm. since I did that. Um, it's still, it's still in. How the, old's um, your Apple device? I mean, how old? Yeah. Well, oh. It, uh, it may be going through a verification process where it compares the program. Really? To what? To what is in the manifest for it? it shouldn't take this long. It's yeah. all part of Apple's. Oh, redundant. So, so even a powerful Apple system will take this type of time? Uh, depends. Oh. Hmm. It can take a while. Is it up yet, Sheila? Uh, no. Oh, my um, goodness. We're going to put you on hold again. This is a record. <laughs> We're going to put you on hold through okay. the news. And it's, hopefully, by the way, it's version 10, 10, 5, if you asked how old it was. Oh, you, you, oh you're, you're Apple? Yeah. Yeah. Version 10.10.5. Okay. When, when Chrome comes up. You're going to type in that URL. You're going to do this all during the news, and you're going to type in your username and password and tell us it worked. That's what you need to do when we come back from the news. Otherwise, okay. Dennis and I are going to—I don't know what we're going to do. But hang on, okay? When you say Apple come up, uh, when the Chrome comes up, when, you're, when yeah. it actually comes up, go ahead, yeah. go to the URL for your email, and type in your username and password. We're going to put you on hold. We'll be right back. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Dana Carvey and David Spade here. You might know our podcast, Fly on the Wall. We decided to do a spinoff called Superfly, and it's fun. It's just two of us riffing on current events, pop culture. Maestro <laughs> is an Oscar-nominated movie Bradley yeah. Cooper's in, and I'm sure it's a perfect, quality, well-done movie, but it looks a little boring. Honestly, <laughs> I fell asleep during the billboard. <laughs> Listen to and follow Superfly on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. On the line with Miss Sheila, who is trying her best to get her email. And it worked. Thank you so much. It, Wait a minute. Uh, Wait, it, what? It worked? Yeah. The Chrome, oh. yeah. I um, I forgot what I, you know, I clicked on the, the mail um, icon or something, and the mail opened up. It's nice. back to normal. Okay. So just use Chrome for my, I just have one question. Can I, can I delete that Chrome.dmg from the downloads? Absolutely. Yeah, you can. It doesn't okay. matter, though. You can, you what you'll have to do is trash it in uh, Finder first yeah. because it's now loaded as an active drive on the computer. So you get rid of that, and then you can delete the file. So, in, in, and just to be clear, 
we, we kind of cheated, right? So we, we wanted to figure out where your problem lies. So your problem lies in your Safari browser and, and possibly the integration with DuckDuckGo and this particular website. So we didn't really fix that problem. We just took a different tool to solve it. Oh, yeah, we, yeah. We, we, we routed you around it, basically. Yeah. Exactly. So your, your original problem still exists. We have no idea why. Yeah. We don't even really care that much. Um, because we've solved your problem, you, yeah. you know, right? Right. But just so, so now, you know, whenever I want to log on, I click on that um, Google icon. You, you click on the, the beach ball. Yep. Yeah, the Safari one. All right. Yeah. Oh, you're wonderful. Thank you so much. Our pleasure. Good luck. <laughs> Have a happy Fourth of July. You too. You too. Thanks. All right. Bye. We thought we would get there with her, um, but I want to bring up this news article really quick because it's kind of apropos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So according to the University of Copenhagen, uh, we are wasting up to 20% of our time on computer problems. <laughs> even though our computers are now better than 15 years ago, and I've been doing this for 30 years, and Dennis even longer, uh, you know, we agree that they still malfunction, according to the University of Copenhagen, 11 to 20% of the time. And then poor, poor Sheila, she just wanted to get her email. Right. And uh, the researchers behind the study therefore find that there are major gains to be achieved for society, <laughs> I agree, by rethinking the systems and involving users more in their development. So obviously, rather than having programmers program, have the users tell you what they want. Right. An endlessly rotating beach ball, a program that crashes without saving data, or systems that require illogical procedures or simply do not work. Um, unfortunately, struggling with computers is still a similar situation for most of us. And of course... Dennis and I wouldn't have anything to do in a career if you didn't have these problems. <laughs> right. All we would have been doing is see, we we didn't get into IT to solve computer problems. We really didn't. We got into IT to improve processes and get things done. Give you more performance, get you give you business functions that actually advance your business. You know, that we have our line technologies advancing business. We're not here to fix the garbage systems that you're purchasing. We we want it to advance your business, right? And that's, that's been our thing. But, of course, our, most of our lives are consumed with dealing with computer problems. And the University of Copenhagen agrees. Uh, so, you know, we haven't gotten too far. We're just doing the same old, same old. Um, and we'll put a link up here to this little story. It's kind of interesting to read. But, you know, IT people didn't get into IT to, to cause your headaches, to, to cause you pain. We, we want to make your life better. And we're, we're stuck with the garbage that's being produced by these big companies, the Microsofts, the Googles, the Apples. You know, as the song goes, every OS sucks, right? It hasn't changed. In my, ever since that song was written by the three, three dead trolls in a baggie, it still holds true today. It does. And now my TV does screw up when I mute it. Now my refrigerator takes a week to boot it. I had to reboot my refrigerator to make the ice maker work. Why is that a thing? It's a thing, Dennis. The ice maker refused to work unless it was rebooted. <laughs> really? Yes. It's a smart, it's a quote unquote smart TV. So we had to reboot it to get the ice maker to work. That shouldn't be a thing. So we almost should play three dead trolls in a baggie every always sucks. Maybe we'll do it next Saturday. But um we'll put this link up here for you. But you know, we're wasting up a 20% of our time on computer problems. So along with figuring out what's on Netflix, all the time wasted there, what you're going to want to watch, and our 20% of our time on computer problems, and then we sleep. Where, where do we have to do left? What's left of our lives? <laughs> <laughs> That's about, what is it, 30? 70% of our time is either computer problems, looking on what's for Netflix, or sleeping. 
How do we get anywhere? How do we get anywhere in our lives? Let's go to let's go to Carol in West Hartford. Hey, Carol, what's what's causing you trouble? Okay, um, I hope you can help me the way you helped Sheila, and thank you for being there on a Fourth of July weekend. You my gentlemen pleasure. are really super. No, um, here's my issue. Yeah. Um, it's whether I go out and buy a new printer. I have an HP, um, let me see, it's a HP NV 7640. It will print if I try to get a, a print something off my phone. But when I try to make a copy, it will not do it. It just keeps spitting out clear sheets. Oh, it's <laughs> its own built-in copy function. It's printing out blank sheets. Yeah. Uh, so here's the, my thought, mm. real quickly. Flip the page over. <laughs> Do you have it upside down? I, are you are you copying yeah, the wrong tried, side? I, yeah, I tried that too. I tried that yesterday, and I thought no. I shook up the ink that's in there. It's not telling me there's a problem with the ink. No, it's now. It is now telling you that, or not telling you? That? No, no. There, there's no problem with okay. the ink. Okay, right. and it, you're able to print. Yeah, I'm able to print from the uh, my phone, basically from the internet. Yep. But I'm not able to make a copy. All right. Well, let's see here. They think it's a hardware failure. HP thinks it's a hardware failure. Okay. This generally indicates a hardware failure with your assembly built into your printer. So if you have the page pointed in the right direction, <laughs> yes, yeah. the, mechanism is is not, the mechanism is not going across and scanning the, the page is what HP is saying if this okay. is happening. So it may be time for a new... Yes, device. that's what I'm thinking. Okay, yeah, yeah. so that being the case, uh, I wouldn't even go out and buy a new printer, be, but um, the issue is sometimes my husband needs his license printed. It's the only way it will do it. And also now the whole thing with um, car registration, it all has to come through a printer. Mm-hmm. So, um, gentlemen, I, I don't do photos. Yep. So you and, just need a uh, you need an inexpensive all-in-one black and white HP laser printer scanner you can get yeah. for a couple hundred bucks. Okay. I would tell you okay. to go to Staples and take a look at the, what they have there. Two fifty or so, you should find a a fairly robust enough printer that'll give you many years of service. Okay, excellent. But, now, do you have any suggestion about recycling this thing? And also, I have brand new ink. Yes. That won't. Matter of fact, we do. If you hold yeah. it okay. until September 9th, um, <laughs> we are going to be doing an e-cycling drive at Tab Computer Systems on Saturday. We're going to be broadcasting live from our, our shop in East Hartford, and you can swing it on by. And uh, EOSI, the folks at Environmental Office, will be there collecting the uh, e-waste, and you're, you'll be happy to recycle that properly. Including okay. the cartridges. Yes, September 9th. Including. Yep. Between- Excellent. I just wrote it down. Thank you very much, and uh, have a good rest of the holiday, Thanks. and uh, enjoy yourself. All right. And you thank too. you for being there. I listen to you all the time, even though I know very little about computers. I, I do my best. Well, we appreciate you that. You gentlemen are very helpful and also entertaining, so what else can <laughs> well, we ask for? Well, we do our best. Thank you, Carol. We appreciate it. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. We're going to step up for a quick break. Four lines open. We're in the final stretch. 860-522-9842 is the number. We'll be right back.
we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And now all, all the lines are full. I'm not sure what you guys do to us at 1030 in the morning, but y'all, I know, we're here at nine, you know. <laughs> I know. I mean, you guys get to sleep in. We don't. But um, we're here at nine. Real quick before we go to your calls, um, Southington Symphonic Band. It's a brand new adult band. And yes, we all wear clothes. Uh, we are performing on Monday night, seven o'clock in Southington. So something I didn't know about when I was younger, you know, but I found these uh, these community bands about maybe 10 years ago now. And had I known they were there, I would have played a lot longer in them in that there's some amazing bands. Like I think the Willimantic or Wyndham Band has been around for 100 years. Southington Symphonic's first inaugural year is this year. Oh, wow. And uh, it's our second concert. So come on out on Monday evenings at 7 o'clock. It's free. And you're going to hear some some great music. And the other thing about uh, community bands is, I mean, it's a really good mental health break. I mean, aside from the, all the great benefits of making your noggin a little smarter, um, you're sitting there and through the rehearsals and you're not thinking about the kids. You're not thinking about work. You're not thinking about your problems. You're not thinking about money. You're not thinking about anything. You're thinking about how do I get through this lick of music? And it's And I'm working with my fellow bandmates who are hopefully are all doing the same thing. And uh, it's really good for your mental health. So we have folks in this band that are range range in age right now from, I think, middle school up to 80. Um, And uh, it's a great way to get out and meet people you wouldn't have met. And so you go ahead and dust off your horns and and get back out there. I did it. I hadn't played for a long time. And uh, I'm out there playing in a couple of community bands, the Bristol Brass and Wind and Southington Symphonic. And uh, I would tell you to look in your neighborhood to see if you have a community band. You probably do. And you can join it. Generally, there's, it's very inexpensive. And it's going to improve your life, I promise you. Um, you're going to meet some great people and put on some great music. And if you want to check us out and see what we did, all the practice that we put put forth, you know, Jeff Shaw's the director, and he put us through some crazy music. Um, entertaining. <laughs> It'll be entertaining. <laughs> um, very challenging. And it's on Monday night, 7 o'clock, Southington High School, Southington Symphonic Band. I'll put a link up there for you. But get involved in your in your uh, community bands if you have any interest and you want to just improve your noggin and your mental health. Let's go to your calls, and I'm going to go to, to who's going on here? Nick in Brookfield next. What's cooking, Good Nick? Good morning. Good morning. First of all, I wanted to say that uh, I was having the same problem as Sheila. Yeah? I'm still having that problem. Uh-huh. I'm, I Actually, I had the problem with Brave. Ah. Hmm. And uh, I switched. And it works using Edge, so I guess what's, that's what okay. I'm going to do for now. It's probably a pop-up blocker, or the what's happening with these privacy things, they're probably not allowing some tracker that is uh, well, necessary. I'm, I'm actually thinking it might be like a, what the browser is interpreting as a third-party cookie. Yeah. Because if you it. think about it, you've got two different companies involved with this. Right. You've got Yahoo, yep. and you've got AT&T. Mm-hmm. And AT&T has multiple domains. Uh, they have att.net, att.com, and then right. there's yahoo.com. You got three different domains that are all throwing cookies at the computer. Right. Okay. And I think at some point the browser is saying, mm, I, I don't, don't know this. about this. Right. I don't like all of these sites intermingling with what I'm trying to display. Right. And, right. Yeah. and if you downloaded a mail client, Rather than using a browser-based email, you'd have you, better, you wouldn't have this it, problem, right? Because the the mail client doesn't care about any cookies on any website, right? <laughs> right. So what's going but on with another, you? An, my my second question is that uh, yesterday I upgraded from uh, WebRoot 
to uh, Windows Defender. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything seems to be okay. Good. I uh, when I show hidden icons in my taskbar, it says that uh, actions are recommended. But when I go through the Windows security, um, you're good, right? I look at all the options there. I don't see anything that uh, there's no exclamation points. There's no. Right. It doesn't seem to be actions needed. Right. Okay. You're good. So, so I think I'm okay. Yeah. You are. <laughs> do you do you, you have um, um, Open DNS running? Uh, I hate to admit that, but I don't. Oh, I, Nick, come on. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I hate. I hate to admit a lot of things this morning to you guys. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. It's, Get it's open, why we're here. Configure OpenDNS. I promise you, you'll be even safer on the internet. Okay. There's, there's, okay. there's no downside that we've seen yet. It is free. I don't know if, it, if you're the commodity there, but it's a Cisco product. Um, we have not seen any any sales or understood any sales that are happening with that, with uh, OpenDNS. So it's just a safer way to browse the internet. There's other al- alternatives as, as well. Cloudflare, I think, offers the same concept. Yeah. Um, as OpenDNS. Yeah. So, you know. We're, okay. But tell you, if you configure that and you have Defender running, you'll be in pretty good shape. And okay. It's, it's a good, that combination has been a good prescription for a long time. Nobody's called over the past, I don't know, 20-ish years that we've been recommending that approach and said, I, I got hacked because of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> right. We haven't heard that call yet. Right. So, all right, Nick, okay. go ahead and do that. Well, the instructions are on there. They're always on our page. Okay. Have a good weekend. You too, Nick. Yep. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Um, get secure, guys. It's cheap. It's yeah. free. You know. It's free. It's easy to set up. It's not something you install. You just configure it in your router, yep. and you're done. That's it. Simple as that. It doesn't need to be updated. <laughs> it right. doesn't need to be changed. It just is. It just works. There you go. Going to Gary and <laughs> Weathersfield next. Where are you, Gary? You there? there you yeah. Go. Good morning. Morning. The button didn't work. What, what's up? I've I got a question about specifically about Hotmail email, but. Yeah. Just to give you a little bit of history, I signed up on Windows Juno. Juno is a free hotmail or free email service. Then Microsoft, of course, bought it. Yep. Uh, recently, beginning of this year, they were kind of forcing me to. It was still a free account. Mm-hmm. But beginning of this year, they were forcing me to buy more storage. Yep. So, uh, they were doing that for millions of people. Yep. I'm sure they were. I'm oh sure yeah. Were. And I, I, I kind of wanted to test the waters and see how long it would go, and I got about six months out or about three months out of it. You know, ignoring the warning. And then finally they said, you're not going to receive any more email until you either purchase more storage or free up storage. So, right. which was a good thing. I went in there and I freed up just, or as I was freeing up storage, getting close to that free mark, I got emails popping in, pushing me back over that free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're, it's like, a, it's like a state job. You're digging a hole and some other guy's pouring it back in, right? Oh my God. They knew it. Yeah. So they got me. I said, okay. You know, and you got. I'll buy it. I'll buy this subscription service. I oh, bought geez. the cheapest one. All right. Um, but I have to say, in fairness, when I had it for free, it did a pretty good job of blocking phishing and spam, and mm-hmm. it did a really good job. Now, the only problem I have is at least once a week I get a lovely Ukrainian woman texting or emailing me wanting to know if we want to meet. A Ukrainian woman, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I get – literally, <laughs> I'm looking at my screen now. I have seven of them. Nice. From this morning. And I report them as phishing. Right, and they come back. Is there a way to permanently delete them or, or flag them as phishing? And Microsoft would prevent them from coming through. Yeah, yeah, I think there are some phishing controls. We can uh, find a, a link on and you how can to do that. Maybe even right click on those messages and mark them as junk. Yeah, I think you can do that too. Right. Okay, I thought phishing would. Yes, I can absolutely do that. And yeah. that would um, that would train their algorithms. Right. 
to find okay. that and mark it as spam. Do you have two-factor enabled on your Hotmail account, Gary? Yes, I do. All right, good. Yep. Yay! Oh! And what's, is your password difficult <laughs> or easy? Well, it's easy. Admin123. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Admin123. No, it's, it's mixed case, uppercase, lowercase, with some uh, punctuation marks right. and some numbers in there. So, okay. And you got the um, two-factor. And that's the only email that I get consistently filtering through, you know, the other ones don't seem, you know, renewed by Anderson Windows and all those stuff. They, they've gone away. They've mm-hmm. disappeared. Good. But this is the only one that keeps sticking through on a daily basis. Well, maybe you're cute. So, <laughs> 30 years ago, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm sure you're cute in your own way to the Ukrainian woman there. But, um, sure. Yeah, right-click market, market junk, and uh, if it's the same mailbox that she keeps sending from, that should stop. Okay. I appreciate it. All right, Gary, thanks for the call. Have a good holiday. You, you too. Got it. Bye-bye. Right, bye-bye. Ah, it's too funny. Let's go on to uh, Terry in Marlboro next. What's happening, Terry? Hi. Well, nothing is happening, apparently, because that's why I'm calling you. Uh Uh-oh. I um, can no longer get my Yahoo calendar to sync with my iPhone. I've taken my iPhone into the store, and they they say uh, everything is fine with the way I've configured it. It should be happening and it's only been about three weeks. It hasn't happened, um, and I like to put my um, all my appointments on my new Dell calendar, and it just doesn't sync. And Yahoo is no help because all they tell me is I have to pay four ninety nine a month in order to get an answer. Well, <laughs> yeah, you've got to have a paid account. A paid account. Yeah. So they're not going to talk to you. No, they're not going to talk to me unless I subscribe. Well, and I didn't, I didn't know what, why, why this is all of a sudden happening, and it's kind of messing up my appointment calendar when I'm in a, in a doctor's office, and all of yeah, a sudden yeah. I make an appointment, and come well, home, and it's already, you know, I got something else going on. I hear you. You can punt them, right? You can say, you know what? Fine, Yahoo. I'll go to Google Calendar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, can I do that in my Yahoo Mail in my account? I don't know. I don't oh, know if it integrates okay. like that. But but you could always punt. So if they're not going to serve you the way you need to be served, they're not going to help you without paying you. You could always go to Google and try that other alternative. But, Terry, we're running out of time. We're out of time. Can you call us next get week? It. I get it. Thank yeah, you. You got it. All right. Unfortunately, we just don't have time to go for that one. I want to thank all you guys for joining us on this Saturday morning. Uh, we do appreciate it because otherwise we'd be talking about our kids and our cats. Everything's been posted <laughs> over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's all on our Facebook page. I want to thank Mike G for doing all that, Dennis for oh, posting yeah. as well, and Carolyn as well for producing. Remember, we want you to be geeks too. See you next Saturday. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.